Project 613, day 307. Today we continue our discussion with regard to litigation, the mitzvah that determines how the based and how the court should deal with all different claims uh, that people may have against each other. We discussed that there is a mitzvah in the Torah that in a situation where someone makes a claim, the plaintiff makes a claim that the defendant owes him $100 and the defendant admits to some of it, um, so then they would have to take an oath from the Torah uh, on the remainder of that which they deny. Um, and let's say there's one witness uh, for the plaintiff, so then the defendant would also have to say such a, would have to take on such an oath. Now let's say the plaintiff makes a claim. Reuven says, Shimon owes me $100. And Shimon says, absolutely not. I don't owe you anything. According to Torah law, Shimon goes scot-free. He completely denied the claim. There are no witnesses. Reuben doesn't have any witnesses, does not have, um, does not have any documentation of it, has no way of proving it, and it's only Reuben's word against Shimon's word. Shimon goes scot-free. The reason for this is, our sages explain, that the Torah takes for granted that if someone, if Shimon took a loan from Reuben, he wouldn't just outright deny it. Uh, and therefore, um, we, we kind of give them the benefit of the doubt that they're probably saying the truth, and therefore, if they completely denied it, then they go scot-free. But if they admit it to some of it, then there is a very strong possibility that Shimon knows that he owes Reuven money. However, he doesn't have enough money to pay back. So all he's willing to admit now is for some of it, and the rest of it he'll pay back when he has the rest of the money. The Torah does not want Shimon to go and deny that which he owes to Reuven, and therefore the Torah obligates Shimon to take this type of oath. However, during um, later generations, in the times of the Talmud, there was a great sage, his name was Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman uh, observed that certain that, that, that the reality was shifting and that people were denying, uh, denying claims and they were being brazen about it. And therefore he instituted something very interesting. He did not institute that people should be obligated to take a Torah oath when they're not obligated to do so from Torah, from the Torah perspective, from Torah law. However, he instituted a Shavuas Hesis. It is a weaker type of oath that in a case where Reuven claims that Shimon owes him $100 and Shimon outright denies it, it says, I don't owe you anything. And both do not have any witnesses to their claims. They have no proof to their claim. The based in the court obligates Shimon to take an oath. Now, this oath is not the same as a Torah oath. When it comes to a Torah oath, so Shimon would have to hold on to a Torah scroll and make an oath and swear by the name of God uh, that he does not owe that money, which is a very severe oath. Shavuos Hesus means that Shimon would just stand there in front of the Beisdin and there would be a Torah scroll uh, there. You know, someone would be holding a Torah scroll, so he's in the presence of the Torah scroll, and Shimon would have to take an oath that he does not owe the money. The hope was that even this lesser type of oath would motivate the defendant to say the truth. And the same thing is true with regard to the plaintiff. In certain situations, the Beisdin could obligate the plaintiff to take on such an oath if they want to um, take money from the defendant. So the, the, another tool in the toolbox of the Beisdin of the court to determine uh, a just and proper outcome to the case is the idea of Shua Sessas, which is not a Torah obligation. It was instituted by the sage Rav Nachman in order to motivate people to actually say the truth in court. Thank you all for watching. More tomorrow.